0: All right. Hey, good morning. Good to see everybody today. My name is Andrew. I'm the lead pastor. I want to welcome everybody that is watching us online right now on YouTube. Hey, thank you for tuning in. Whoever's going to listen to our podcast this week. Hey, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening and staying connected to Passionate Life Church. All right. You guys doing good this morning? Come on. So we were supposed to uh, start a new series this morning in Monday morning uh, in our staff meeting as we were talking and just praying about some things. Um, we decided to kick off our series next week. And what's so cool about God is that if I would have preached. That message this week, it would have been completely different, and completely different title. Um, and so next week, we are, we're kicking off a new series called Reason to Run. It's the reason why we live the purpose of life. It's going to be so good, Reason to Run, next week. Uh, but this morning, this morning, um, I'm, I get to do, these are actually my favorite type of messages to do. They're called the off one off I just get up here and just share my heart with you and what kind of what God has been speaking to me and and really what I feel like we need today is we need a move of God. We, we need a true move of God. The only thing that is going to change what is happening in our society and, and all the unrest, you you saw some of those movie, uh, some of those uh, uh, news clips, the only thing that, that is going to change our country and our state and our city is a true move of God. Jesus is the answer. Uh, The current president or a new president or a new governor, that's not the answer. The answer is found in a king, and his name is Jesus. Amen? Come on. And so as a pastor and just, and as your pastor, seeing everything that's been happening in society and what everybody is going through, just the brokenness and the unrest uh, of our city, but also our our country. Uh, I just feel like now we we need to get into the game. We we need to get into this battle. And the greatest way that we can fight, we can make a difference, is by praying. And. Also, what we're going to add is a time of prayer and fasting. Usually, we uh, we save it for January. Uh, we do a 21 day fast to kick off the year and and of prayer and fasting. And so, uh, what what I want us to do here in September is take a period of time of 10 days where we're praying and fasting. Uh, one of the words that the Lord has given me, and different people from our church have just been speaking it over me, is the word. Prepare. Just this word prepare, and I believe that God is preparing us for a great move of God, but we have to prepare our hearts, our minds. We, we need to get aligned with God's will, and we do that through prayer and Fasting. And so uh, I don't think it's any mistake that it's September, the ninth month, right? It takes nine months for uh, a baby to be born, to be fully developed, right? I believe that God has been developing something uh, in 2020. I, I know some of you have written off the year, but God hasn't written off the year yet. He's been developing, He's been preparing. He's, he, I believe that He wants to birth something new in the church in September. And so uh, these are a couple dates that are coming up. Go ahead and put up the first date, uh, September 16th. Uh, we're going to start the fast on September sixth. 16th um, with some special upper room prayer. Upstairs we have a room. It's an upper room and we have some Holy Spirit prayer on Wednesday night. And so I want to encourage everybody to come out that Wednesday night, September 16th. We're going to be starting the fast. Um, and then September 20th is Back to Church Sunday. It's actually a nat- It's a real holiday for churches. Uh, Back to Church Sunday. And I truly believe that more than ever, we need to get people back into church or or watching online again. Uh, a couple weeks ago I shared the statistics with you. 33% of practicing Christians have completely unplugged from online church and physical church. And of those 33%, the 50% of millennials that were engaged in church have completely unplugged from from church and God, and so we need to get them back, and so uh, this is a, a Sunday to just kind of pinpoint, and if you haven't come back to church yet, man, I want to encourage you to come. If you haven't been watching online, man, start watching online again. Invite your friends, your family, your neighbors to come back to church September 20th. We're kind of pinpointing that day to, to get everybody uh, back in the house of the Lord. Then September 23rd, we're going to have upper room prayer again. Wednesday night, 7 o'clock to 8.30. Uh, it's just going to be an awesome time. You can come bring your Bibles. You can read your Bible. You can do uh, personal devotions. You can pray with somebody. we are going to have prayer partners there. It's just going to be a powerful time. At the end of our prayer time, we share what God has been speaking to us. It's just a powerful time uh, spending in the presence of the Lord. And then on September 25th, Uh, Seven Mountains of Influence of Prayer Time. Uh, If you guys remember uh, Journey of the Cross, we didn't do it this year, but we did it last year. Uh, Journey to the Cross. What we're going to do is we're going to set up seven different stations in the sanctuary. It's a Friday night um, from seven to nine. You can come at any point during that time. It's going to be a family-friendly event, and so basically you're going to get a handout when you come in, and there's these different uh, mountains of influences that uh, we're going to get to pray over that night. We'll have worship music going. You can stay all two hours, or you can come for 20 minutes. Uh, We're going to bring our our boys and just go through each of the seven mountains of influence. And and man, we're just going to pray and we're going to believe that God is going to move mountains because that's what we need today. We need a move of God. And I believe that God is ready to pour out. I believe that God is ready to awaken his people in our city. But we as the church, we need to get prepared for what God wants to do. Now, if you're new to Passionate Life, Church, I just want to let you know what type of church this is. This is a church where you will be challenged, okay? Like a a season of prayer and fasting, all right? This is a church where you're going to feel convicted, like, like you're going to feel the conviction of the Holy Spirit. But listen, this is a church where, this is a place where you're going to grow in God. Amen. You're going to grow in God and be able to, man, take your next steps with Jesus. Man, I am so excited for what God is going to do in the rest of the year and 2021 is going to be amazing. But right now, I just feel like we Need to prepare. We need to spend time of just really cutting out the distractions and praying. Man, an election's coming up. We just people just get crazy already in election year, and just people just get angry and and nasty, extra angry and nasty. You know, we're in a pandemic, and so we just man, we just need to cover our our city and our state and our country in prayer. Uh, and, and so I'm just encouraging us to start that September 16th. Also what we're going to be doing, uh, we're going to be doing uh, daily devotional and prayer time for everybody for all 10 days. And so if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, please do. Uh, once you do that, you'll get an email every morning uh, and, and we'll, we'll go through a devotion and then we'll all be praying the same thing as a church. It's going to be a powerful, powerful time. I want to encourage everybody to 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 be part of those 10 days. We good? We fired up? Come on. We need a move of God. Come on, let's pray, and we'll get into God's word this morning. Father, I thank you for this moment. I thank you for every person that's here and watching us online, God. God, I thank you, Lord, that you're preparing us for something great, Lord. God, I thank you, Jesus, that you're gonna move, Lord, that you haven't written off 2020. Lord, that you still got a lot to do, Lord. You want to move upon our hearts and our minds, God. Jesus, we need, we need you, Lord, more than ever. God, open our hearts, open our minds this morning. Let us receive everything that you have in store for us. In Jesus' name. And everybody said amen amen and amen. We're going to be in the book of Daniel this morning, Daniel chapter 9. Let's go ahead and, and get into it. Uh, verses 1 through 3. It was the first year of the reign of Darius the Mede, the son of Asarus. I don't know if that's how you say it, but I just like to pretend and say it really fast. That's how you do it. Who became, it's a little preacher's secret, who became king of the Babylonians, during the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, learned from reading the word of the Lord. Come on, you learn something when you read God's word. Come on, Daniel is saying, uh, I, I learned from reading the word of the Lord as revealed to Jeremiah, the prophet, that Jerusalem must lie desolate for 70 years. So I turned to the Lord God and pleaded with him in prayer and fasting. I also wore rough burlap and sprinkled myself with ashes. And so really what what Daniel shows us here, he gives us a a formula uh, for God to move. He gives us a formula of what moves the heart of God. God will move when we pray. The first point this morning, God will move when we pray. We see Daniel prays. This is how God moves. Listen, we've been talking about the spirit of fear over the last several weeks and that, that, that it's the spirit of fear. We're, we're not supposed to have the spirit of fear. We are in a spiritual battle. Now, there are some things that we give the devil more credit for than he deserves. And some things we just make dumb Dumb decisions, right, on our own. But there are things in our life that are more spiritual than than we think. We are in a spiritual battle today. Everything that is going on, it is a spiritual battle. And so how we fight and make a difference as Christians is we we pray. We pray just like Daniel prayed for his city, for for his country. The second thing is we fast. We fast. Jesus fasted from from time to time. And basically what fasting does, it, it just spiritually supercharges us for a, a season. It, it spiritually supercharges us for season. So I'm not going to get real strict on, on fasting of what you should do or or anything like that. I know Dawn and I, we're, we're going to do some type of, of food. And, and uh, many people give up sweets or, or, or uh, you, you know, do a certain diet. We do a a Daniel fast during the 21 days of prayer and fasting. Um, And I want to encourage you to do something, do something during that time. But really, it's getting rid of the distractions, right? Some of you need to stop watching news for 10 days. I'm telling you, it's going to transform your life, okay? You will think differently. You will talk differently. Come on. And some of you need to stop playing video games for 10 days, streaming Netflix for 10 days. Like some, you just, man, just take those 10 days and instead of doing those things that eat up time, some of you need to stop shopping on Amazon for 10 days. You're welcome, husbands. Come on, somebody. Save you some money too. You just need to stop doing, get off of social media for 10 days and just focus on what God has in store for your life, because God is preparing us for a move. He's preparing us for a move. And the way we, man, and I don't want us to miss, as a church, I don't want us to miss everything that God has in store for us. And so we need to get prepared. We need to get ready for what God is doing. And so we need to pray and fast. Daniel shows us that this moves the heart of God when we pray and fast. The third thing is we need to humble ourselves. We need to humble ourselves. So next week we'll have potato sacks for everybody. We'll just cut holes out and, and you can wear those all week. Too much? Too much? <laughs> we'll hand out some buckets of ash. You can dump ash on your heads and and that that sign of of wearing that burlap sack is just just a, a position of humility of just man I'm humbled before the Lord and that that's what Daniel was doing by by wearing a burlap sack an itchy sack and just saying God I'm I'm humbled to be in your presence we during this period of time we need to humble ourselves as we come before the Lord and the fourth thing is repentance that. That, that sign of ashes is a sign of repentance and turning from our sins. And not only can we repent of our sins, we can repent of the sins of our city, of our state, and our country. And we see that Daniel does this, and this moves the heart of God. This moves the heart of God. When His people, when His people, not when atheists do it, not, not when agnostics do it, but when God's people, His people that He's chosen, man, when, when they pray and fast and, and humble themselves and, and repent, turn on their sins, it moves the heart of God. I was listening to this evangelist a couple weeks ago, and he was talking about how we've experienced we've experienced the Jesus movement. I believe it was the the 60s or the 70s, the Jesus movement. And then there was the Holy Spirit movement that took place in the 90s. And uh, what, what he said is that we've never experienced the Father's movement. We've never experienced the Father's movement. And I believe that it will be the greatest movement that we've ever seen because the father's movement is all about his kids. The father's movement is all about his children and the father going to get his children and bringing him home. And so I believe that we are on the cusp of seeing the greatest spiritual awakening, the greatest revival that we've ever seen because man, the father's movement is all about bringing his lost children home. And I want us here at Passion Life Church To be part of it. I don't want us to miss a moment of it. And so we're going to pray. We're going to take 10 days out. We're going to pray. We're going to fast. We're going to humble ourselves. We're going to repent and we're going to see God move. Amen. Let's continue. Let's skip down to verse 20 and 23 of Daniel. Daniel says this I went on praying and confessing my sin and the sin of my people, pleading with the Lord my God of Jerusalem. His holy mountain. As I was praying, Gabriel, whom I had seen in an earlier vision, came swiftly to me at the time of the evening sacrifice. He explained to me, Daniel, I have come here to give you insight understanding. The moment you began praying. Look at that. The moment you began praying. Listen, man, when we humble ourselves, we repent, we begin to fast and pray. Gabriel says, the moment you began praying, a command was given. I believe September 16th, the moment we we start praying as a church, we get on the same page. We're praying for the same thing. I believe that there's going to be a commandment that's going to be released in the heavens. God is going to be moving. Angels are going to be positioned. Last week, I know... I know some of you uh, see in the spiritual realm, and some of you, some of you don't. Most of us don't. I, I do not, but my wife does, and she said last week as we were worshiping, there were angels all in this sanctuary worshiping and praising with, with us, fighting a, a supernatural fight on our behalf. Man, God is on the move. God is on the move, and I just want us to be part of what God is doing. The moment you began praying, a command was given. And now I am here to tell you what it was. For you are very precious to God. Listen carefully so that you can understand the meaning of your vision. And so what's awesome? This is so awesome. Daniel gets a word from Jeremiah from reading the word of the Lord, right? Daniel gets this vision of uh, Jerusalem being rebuilt, the wall being rebuilt, the temple being rebuilt. And you can actually see the fulfillment of Daniel's vision in Nehemiah. Nehemiah actually fulfills uh, the the vision that Daniel gets. He actually fulfills the promise in the prayer that Daniel gets. And so if you want to see what Daniel's prayers came to fruition, read the book of Nehemiah. And the book of Nehemiah is all about preparing and rebuilding God's city and his place. It's, It's all about preparing a place. For God, I believe that God is rebuilding his church all across the country. There's, there's churches that still haven't opened up yet, and God is rebuilding his church. He's, he's, re, uh, he's recultivating uh, the, the church as we know it, and I believe that God is preparing the churches for a great move. But we need to be prepared, we need to get ready. We need to do our part in this spiritual battle to prepare this house for what God is going to do. Amen? Second Chronicles 7, 11 through 13. And Solomon, this is a story about Solomon preparing the temple of the Lord. So Solomon finished the temple of the Lord as well as the royal palace. He completed everything he had planned to do in the construction of the temple and the palace. Then one night the Lord appeared to Solomon and said, I have heard your prayer and have chosen this temple as the place for making sacrifices. At times I might shut up the heavens so that no rain falls or command grasshoppers to devour your crops or send plagues among you. Let's continue. Then if my people, my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face in turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and restore their land. My eyes will be open and my ears attentive to every prayer made in this place. Come on. And so I... What I believe God is, is asking for us and calling us to do is that we would prepare this place, that, that this would be a house of praise. This would be a house of prayer that, that every time that we come into this place, that this would be a, a, a place that God is honored, uh, a place that God is revered, right? That, that man, every time we gather together, that God is hearing our prayers and he is moving on our behalf. It, it's time to prepare a place for God, not only in this house, but in our lives. God is waiting for a people Pray to humble themselves to truly seek him and and want to see this this father movement that that he wants to take place in every city in our country. The rest of our time this morning, I got three I got three key focuses for here at for, for us here at Passionate Life Church here at PLC, three key focuses going forward, really for the rest of the year things that three things that we should be focusing on number 1 we need to stay the course we need to stay the course we need to continue to pray and see the lost brought home Almost every single week, somebody gives their life to Jesus. We had 17 people get baptized last week. Come on. I mean, God is on the move. Like, we're probably leading the nation in baptisms this summer, okay? Because probably the only church is doing it. But besides the point, right? Like, Man, God is moving in our church, and so we need to get laser-focused. Man, we need to continue to pray that lost and hurting and broken people come into this house, that this would be a refuge for them. Like, this is the Father's heart to see the lost found. So we need to get laser-focused. We need to stay focused. On seeing lost people come to know Jesus, which means continue inviting your friends and your family and your co workers who do not know Jesus. Continue to invite them to come to this place where they can encounter the grace and the love of Jesus. You continue to pray, see that lost people are brought home. This is the heart of our Father. This is the heart of of God and this is the heart of this church is that we would see lost people found and brought home and for some of you that have brought new people to church it's it's such a fascinating thing when you bring somebody new that doesn't know Jesus you're not thinking about anything that is happening during the service. You're thinking about what is that person thinking through the whole service, right? And, and everything like, oh, what are they thinking about the songs? And what are they thinking about the message? And, and and, and you know, are they going to respond? Are, are they going to respond? And I'll tell you what, it is the greatest feeling in the world when that person that you invited that came, came to church and, they respond to that last message of raising their hand, it's saying, "I, I want to come out of my life to Jesus." It's just one of the greatest experiences of our life. And we can't stop doing it just because we've we've gone through, you know, a pandemic and, and things are unsettled still. Man, we can't lose focus on the heart of God. God still wants to see people get saved. God still wants to see people get baptized. God still wants people to get filled with the Holy Spirit. God still wants to see people, man, step into the gifts and the talents that He's given them. And so we've got to stay laser-focused passionate life church and continue to see the lost come home number 2 grow in god grow in god every single person there is a next step for you every single person that is a christian is a follower of jesus there is a next step for you we can't get complacent okay listen to me there is no bench seats at passionate life church okay, there's no bench, all right, like, like, you you need to be in the game, okay, you, you need to be activated, you need to be part of what God is doing in this house, there's no bench seats, there's only starters here, okay, nobody's a bench warmer, and and man, listen, God has called us to, a, the vision that God has called us is too big for, for us to have a bunch of bench bench players, okay, Everybody is a starter here. Everybody has a purpose here. Man, God has called us to be in the game, whether it's praying, whether it's serving, whether it's leading a life group or being part of a life group or being an encourager, being part of the prayer team. Man, everybody has a role here at Passionate Life Church. Listen, this is not the church. Man, we've had a lot of new people coming and watching us online. Listen, this is not... This is not the church where you come, you get a nice show and then a then a sweet little TED talk, okay? And then you go home, right? That's not what this church is. This church is about activating you into all that God has called you to. And so one of the ways we do that is through Growth Track if you haven't been go if you haven't been through Growth Track, I want to encourage you to go through Growth Track. It's it's video based. You can watch it from your home, the comfort of your home. Uh, it, it's sixty minutes, right? So it's about the the length of a Netflix show. Okay, and so you can just. You can just stream it, and then uh, it's one time here at church where you'll go through uh, your your personality and you'll go through your spiritual giftings. I heard this statistic this week that eighty two percent of Christians don't know their spiritual giftings. And that's why there's so many Christians all across the United States that are sitting on the bench because they don't know how God has designed them, how God has wired them. And so I want to encourage you sign up for Growth Track today, uh, man. We'll we'll email you the videos, and then, man, we'll we'll get you signed up to uh, take your personality test, but also see what your spiritual giftings are, because we want to empower you in what God has designed you to. We have to continue to grow in God. Everyone here has a next step. There's no time where we just arrived unless you're dead, okay? Come on that's it. And there's no place where you've just arrived, right, man? We're always growing in God. God has more for every single one of us to do. And number three, get ready to flourish. Come on, get ready ready to flourish. Some of you, man, your mindset isn't even on flourishing. You're just surviving. And and man, you've just been ravaged by depression and loss and just all the negativity that's happening in our world. And you just got wrapped up into it. And you've forgotten that God still wants to flourish his people, that he's called us to a life of fullness, an abundant life. And God wants to flourish his People. Psalms 92, 12 through 13. I want to end with this. The righteous will what? Come well, on, let's try it again. The righteous will what? Flourish. flourish like a palm tree, they will grow like a cedar of Lebanon. Planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of our God. Man, when you get planted in God's house, think just, just think for a moment how awesome God's house is. Just, just think how beautiful and wonderful and awesome God's house is. Man, when you get planted in God's house, you let your roots grow down deep. You get involved evolved, you start to serve, you start to give, you start to be part of life groups, you start to lead life groups, you start to be part of God's house, you will flourish. You will flourish. And then I love that, that last thing It says, the courts. It, it actually means, the Hebrew word actually means yard, the yard of God. Think about how beautiful the yard of God is. And when you're planted in the house of God, we have access to his yard. Think about how beautiful the yard of God is with with beautiful trees and flowers fruit and everything that you can possibly imagine in the yard of God. And God is saying, man, if you get planted in my house, you will flourish. It doesn't matter if we're in a pandemic or an economic meltdown and there's no more jobs left. Man, it doesn't matter. My people, if they're planted in my house, have access to my yard. They will flourish. And for some of us over the last six months, we ha- this hasn't even come into our, our minds that God still wants to bless me, that God still wants to use me, that God still wants to flourish my life. And today's the day where our mind begins to change because we need a move of God and we're gonna prepare for the move of God because man, what God has called us to is it too important to miss. What God has called us to is is too important. Literal lives, lives, where they're going to spend eternity, where people are going to spend eternity, depend on us. And God needs us to pray. That's just how God activates his will is when we pray. And so he needs a people. He needs a church that is going to get serious about prayer and fasting about his children coming home. He needs a church that's gonna prepare because God's going to move. God, God is going to move. And so I don't want us to miss anything that God has in store for this church, for your lives, for your marriage, for your kids. Listen, God is, there, there's, there's things that are happening in this church, I'm telling you. There's revival happening in our kids' church. I'm telling you, kids, are so engaged right now in kids' church and they're, they're remembering their memory verses and, and they're just engaged in kids' church is growing and, and kids are growing in their spiritual gifts. And man, there's, there's something happening in our youth. We are reaching people far from God. We're reaching students far from God in this community that are coming to youth, that, that are struggling with everything that is happening and they are encountering Jesus and youth. Man, God is on the move. Man, we've seen 30 people get baptized this summer. Man, many people are getting saved still. Man, we're, we're on the, the cusp of seeing a great move of God. And I believe that this these 10 days of prayer and fasting is just going to push it forward. 2020 is not over yet. Stop writing it off. God still has a lot to accomplish in our lives. He wants us to step into a season Flourishing. Come on, let's bow our heads and close our eyes this morning. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to do something different this morning. Maybe God has just been speaking to you this morning and just encouraging you. Every head bowed, every eyes closed. You want to commit these 10 days and say, Lord, I'm going to prepare myself. I'm going to prepare. I'm going to help prepare this church of what you're going to do. If that's you, just slip up a hand. I just want you to slip up a hand. You're going to say, man, I'm going to do something during this fast. I'm going to pray. I'm going to do something all over this place. Yes, leave them up. Holy Spirit, you see every hand that's raised. People that are going to stand in the gap for your lost children. God, you love your children, your lost children, even more than we do. And so, God, you see every hand that's raised. God, prepare us right now for you to move. God, we need you. We need you to move, to to heal our land, to heal our city, to heal our state, to heal our country, God. And so you see the hands that are raised that are going to stand in the gap. God, we're going to see a great move happen. It's going to be in this church, and it's because these people prepared you to move. Jesus, we love you. We glorify you. In Jesus' name, and everybody said amen and amen. Thank you so much for staying connected to Passionate Life Church. If you'd like more information, you can email us at passionatelifechurch at gmail.com. Be sure to like, subscribe, or share this with a friend. Thanks again, and we'll see you soon.